What's up? This is Andrew from Send Request. You're listening to Spinning Thoughts on Adobe Radio. Welcome to episode 148 of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at you. And every week I always take a moment to thank those who are staying up nice and late for the midnight premiere on Adobe Radio. Thank you very much. And if you're listening to this in the future, you're just utilizing podcasts uh, to your advantage. So go you. You're awesome. Thank you everyone who is listening We are on episode 148. We're grinding away every single week uh, to talk music, and you know I dig it. I hope you do, too. Super stoked for this week. I've been waiting and waiting uh, to get this uh, band, a guy from this band here on the show. It is that time. Everyone, say hello. I've got Andrew from Send Request here. Andrew, what's happening, brother? Hey, man, not much. What's going on? I am just uh, very excited to be uh, talking to you. And before before we got to talking, I jammed the entire new record that we're going to talk in detail on. So, uh, you know, I got I'm just fucking pumped right now, man. <laughs> man, that means a lot. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to it. Seriously. Hell yeah! Before we dive into all of that, I always like to just kind of get a feel of what you're up to right this very second. Where yeah, are man. you? Well, I'm uh, currently sitting in my side room in my apartment. I'm okay. trying to get over like uh, this post nasal drip I've been going on. I've been having a sore throat for sore throat for like the last two days. Ooh. So I'm uh, trying to overcome that as and, we speak. And and I'm sure a 45 long minute interview is gonna fucking amp that you know, up. Right? I really feel like that's gonna help a lot. You know, <laughs> it's gonna push it's gonna push you over the edge and and just get you ready to go to keep yeah, singing and know, screaming. If my voice goes during the interview, just don't mind it. I'll keep trucking through. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's the rock star mentality that I'm talking about. Definitely. Hell yeah, brother. So where is home for you, Andrew? Um, right now I live in a smaller town in Pennsylvania called Bloomsburg. But the band, uh, we grew up in an even smaller town called Nancy Coke. Yeah, yeah. And, and we'll talk about that a little bit more as it was showcased in a music video that the band released. Uh, yeah, now, yeah. I'm from Pittsburgh, and I'm sorry to say, my friend, but... I have a general understanding of maybe where you are in the state, but give me some uh, landmarks. Where is Where are these small towns? Okay, so we're from like a general region called North well, – like we call it NEPA. It's just northeastern Pennsylvania. Um, but it's funny how like whenever we play out of like state or out of town for that matter, um, we always like – when we're like playing with other bands and whatnot, we have like conversations with them. Like obviously you're going to ask where you're from. And uh, we always just go right to Scranton because that's like the only place <laughs> anyone ever knows around here. So we we ge- like as a rule of th- rule of thumb, we generally tell people we're from Scranton. If they want to know any more specific, we'll we'll get into detail there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so goes, everyone everyone's response is always the same. It's like, oh, uh, the Office, right, man? Of like, course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely thought it, but I I knew better than to say it. You Everyone's know? mind goes there, so don't worry about it. We've yeah, heard it. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't control the mind, but you can control what comes out of the mouth, so I guess. Exactly, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> now, uh, so how close is this town that you're now residing in to this, you know, hometown of the band? Um, I'm about 45 minutes out. Like, uh, we, it's funny how we, we started a band when we were in high school, um, we literally, yeah, we're all like based in Nanico at the time, and now we're like all slowly spreading out. But Nanico is still like that central area. I would say like where everyone is right now, we're all about maybe a half hour to an hour away from Nanico. But we we always meet up once or twice a week and centralized like in that centralized time zone. It's funny because uh, we started practicing in uh, John's parents' basement and. Uh, Okay, we still do that to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you got to keep to your roots. It just it keeps everything uh, in perspective. 
Well, exactly. Oh, perspective. Fuck, oh. <laughs> oh, that's been the rule of thumb, man. I've been doing it for like the last three months. God damn it. You know, and I even like tried to condition myself. We'll use this as a segue, I guess. But exactly. Yeah. I, I tried to I tried to condition myself before the interview to to not utilize that phrase. But uh, oh. why why we're laughing, everyone who's listening, if you're not familiar again, we'll use this as the transition. Uh, on August the 24th, the band Send Request, they released uh, their newest album titled Perspectives uh, yep, via yep. Sharp Tone Records, which, by the way, every band that I hear coming off of Sharp Tone uh, recently just fucking rocks. So I was. Dude, Sharp Tone has been killing the game, and yeah. they haven't even been around that long. I know. <laughs> I, I love every, every band that I get sent from Sharp Tone. I absolutely take a moment to listen to because everyone. <laughs> Is very good. So um, awesome, awesome. I, I was given perspectives, uh, and Andrew, I was telling you this before we started taping, but I was given yeah. uh, your album a month or so before its release, and mm-hmm. honestly, uh, from my very first listen, I was really impressed. And then I started jamming it more, and I found myself like getting to know the songs and like relating to them a little bit. And eventually, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah and eventually, I found myself singing along. So. Uh, awesome. Yeah, the record rocks. Congratulations on this great accomplishment. Uh, from, Thank you so much. Dude. From a very broad, general look, Andrew, what is mm-hmm. this album Perspectives about? Or, uh, like, what's the mentality or message behind it? I guess the mentality behind uh, Perspectives in general was we started recording this record for uh, maybe about two years ago. I think that's a big like misconception with a lot of people. They just kind of think songwriters can just crash out like amazing songs. And don't get me wrong, people could definitely do that. But with this one, we wanted to take the time. Um, I guess uh, for me, being like the lyricist behind the record, um, I'm like just a sucker for like songs you can relate to. So um, I took the time, legitimately took two years and just tried to pull different life experiences that were occurring at the time and that like, that have like I've made me feel something previously, and uh, these songs were the result of that. Like it, we honestly wanted to create something super relatable that someone could sit there and like think like, wow, there's a lot of depth to these songs because there honestly is. I recently was talking to uh, friends that are in a band, and yeah. they are working on. They've recorded an EP recently, a very good one. They're Yep. They're figuring out a time frame to release it, and they're they're debating in 2018. They're debating 2019, and and we were running through the the, the different mentalities on, um, you know, sitting on music, releasing it, the time frame. You mentioned yeah. the perspectives. You know, it was like a two year long process. Why why does it take that long? I get that it does, but for those who are listening, you know what mm-hmm. what um why sit on something um maybe like how long was the album completed for? Like were you sitting on completed music for a while? Like why go with I mean, that mentality? I mean yeah, we were sitting on the completed record for a while, but um like the record was probably done for I want to say about like 5 or 6 months before it was released. And that that was completely out of our hands. This is like where sharp tone comes in and right. it's just like, "Hey, we're going to we're going to finesse this and do our thing with it and here's your timeline." So that that was the like the gap for that. But I mean, initially, I guess uh from like an from like a creative songwriter like point of view, um you want things to you want like you want to be able to feel something from what you're creating. And uh, like I'm the type of person that looks at like however long that's going to take in order to accomplish that. And I guess just under this circumstance, it took roughly about two years. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We're here with Andrew from Send Request. All right, so who was involved in the creation of the album? Uh, and I'm talking outside of the band. I'm curious to see, like, who had a key role in recording, producing, or was this more in-house with you all? Uh, because a lot of bands are taking on more of the recording, editing, mastering process. What did this look like for you oh, all uh, with like, perspectives? We do, we do a lot of that kind of stuff um, by ourselves, but... Um... Well, for this record in particular and our and our last release, Make Your Move for that instance, um, we hit up a guy. It's funny how like the, the internet is just such a bizarre thing. And um back in twenty, I wanna say thirteen, before we even recorded like our first EP, um, I was literally just searching for like 
I guess, producers in that sense, or like someone that could take our band to the next level. And I ended up stumbling upon a guy. I don't even know how, um, but his name is Johnny Frank. Uh, he used to be like the guy with the dreads that sang like with a hard tuned voice in the band called Attack Attack. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So like, it's funny how like the internet like <laughs> works its magic, I guess. So I hit him up and just like, hey man, uh, like what you're doing. Uh, like, do you do you like work with outside clientele? And he's like, yeah. And uh, really, for like the last five years, our relationship kind of blossomed from there. And Johnny's just been like a pretty like crucial role in like the send request material. Not not from like so much the song po- songwriting point of view, but mostly because like he has a really good ear when it comes to like production yeah. and like um, I guess like guitar tones and and things like that. So he was he's just a fucking awesome, dude. What what is the writing process for your band? I, I play in a few myself, and obviously I've yeah. ta- I've talked to many, and it's an in- interesting um, uh, separator for a lot of bands on how they approach it. Sometimes you have someone who just really controls the entire process. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's more collaborative, and then of course there's a lot in between. What's it look like for Send Request? Um, for perspectives, it was a little different. I took on a lot of the songwriting roles, and it was one of those things where like I came with. I came in with the core idea of like the general structure of the song and like everyone would add like little parts to finesse it and give it like make little certain like instance and stand out. But for the most part, for this record in particular, I did, I did a lot of like a lot of the core of the songwriting. So how do you start out a song? Maybe just think back on one in particular off the album or in general. Like, do you do you grab an acoustic and sit down and get the chords down? Do you have a melody in your head? Or are you starting with lyrics? You know, it's funny how, like, a lot of the time for me, um, it's, like, little instances. Most of the time it's vocal melodies, how that, like, they, they pop in my head. Then out of nowhere, I guess, like, um, I just kind of noodle around the guitar or a melody just hits me at the time. But it's funny how like the weirdest things kind of trigger these vocal melodies in my head. And um, I kind of like just sit there and I'll, I'll like toy with that a little bit and try to put some words to it. And then before you know it, like it's like, oh, wow, that like that phrase right there actually means something to me. So let's roll with this. So it's funny because I was uh, I was sitting in a McDonald's parking lot with um, Derek and Aaron the one day before like before we even recorded the song uh, Falling to Pieces, which is one of our singles off of it. And um, I remember I opened my car door. Uh, my lights were still on in my car. And um, all I hear is like the the intro to the vocal melody of the chorus. And I'm just like, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration so can come yeah. anywhere. It was literally just like the. And that was my alarm <laughs> in my car going off. And I'm just like, no way. Because <laughs> it's funny how, like, I th- I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, like, did I think of this? Or did I, like, in the back of my mind, did this come from somewhere? And I'm like, wow. <laughs> the universe works in mysterious ways. Exactly. And, like, it's crazy how, like, in, in like, the weirdest of times, these things will come up. Um, from our last release, uh, it was called Make Your Move. Like, the, one of the first songs that was ever even written for this band was a song called Never Never. And I, like, shit you not, the vocal melody came to me in the middle of, like, a shower. so it's like the weirdest things like music is weird creation is weird life is weird dude hell yeah (laughs) and 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 you're capturing it and then sharing it with others to relate to an experience and and i've really been digging that here with perspectives now uh, as we uh are talking about this album i like to know uh if there was there a track that took you longer to write or record, whether it was due to like maybe you were really trying to push yourself on one song, maybe one was oh, really yeah. testing you. Uh, was there one that stands out in that perspective? God, fuck again, <laughs> Andrew. Dude, dude, just roll with it. We have to. That's the thing. We catch you every single time. We've been catching everyone with every but, interview we've had for like the last three months. <laughs> God damn it! I love it though. I mean, but that's that's the fucking brilliance of it. You know what I mean? Like it really exactly, is, man. Yeah, because you even mentioned like re, ha, like wanting this to relate to people, motherfucker. I mean, I keep saying the goddamn you're, word. You're saying the word all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So for those right. for those who forget because of my tangent there, the track that maybe took you the longest to to nail mm-hmm. down for whatever reason. Um, it's oh, one hundred percent the song for this record in my my like opinion in terms of songwriting and just like 
questioning whether or not it should be a send request song. Um, the last track on the whole album is a song called If I Stay. Um, that song like really came out of like, I guess, a hard place for me um, emotionally. But um, I guess overall, like the way I viewed it was the song felt really slow and like really deep and had a lot of depth and like uniqueness to it and like if you have if you ever if anyone ever comes out and watches like a send request live show we're the exact opposite of that we like to try to just be as like as loud and as fast as we can possibly be but um this album kind of changed a lot of things for us like in particular that song just because like it's really like i feel like that was part of the turning point for the record for the most part because that was written maybe like i was written more towards the beginning of the record and i remember proposing that to, uh, I think Derek, the guitar player in our band, first. And like, I showed him the demo. And like, the first thing that I said directly after he heard it, because he didn't know what to say. And I'm just like, does this sound like a send request song? Does this sound like something we should release? Because I was really weary about like whether or not um, we should even put it out. <laughs> There's a lot of diversity on this album uh, between yeah. the tracks, which really, I, I maybe one of my favorite things about it. There's still like a core. Uh, underlying theme that I feel in how you all write in the sound of the band, but damn, dude, I yep. mean, some of them, like, uh, Antisocial War, which we're gonna talk about a little bit more, yeah. like, that, I mean, fuck, dude, that, that is, like, a standout, right? I mean, that yeah, is... Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I, it's, I think it's, it's funny how, like, um, like, the whole, like, the core of, obviously, like, we proposed, like, the whole concept behind the album started out with, uh, one song. The first song written for the album was a song called Make Like a Tree. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, written not that long after we released a single called Anymore. And, uh, it's funny, because we just, like, we had this mentality, like, as soon as we record Make Like a Tree, like, let's just start blasting out singles left and right. And then it took, like, no longer than a week for us to be like, wait, never mind, let's just do an album. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, a lot of yeah. bands are dropping the singles, and it's nice, but when you get a, a healthy collection of music-like perspectives, uh, mm -hmm. you, you got you to gotta appreciate it. So, yeah, absolutely. Looking back, and this is a hard question I, I understand at times yeah. uh, to, to, to think so narrowly on it, but is there a, a moment, a memory, an experience from creating this album and then releasing it to, to everyone else uh, here in the world to jam? Is there anything that stands out to you that you want to reflect on? Um. I think for me, like one of the happy, like honestly, one of the moments that one of the happiest moments that for like this recording process in general was uh, it was a song. It was for a song called Here's to the Years. Oh, what um, a great, yeah, that, great song. <laughs> thanks, man. Um, and that, that song literally wasn't even recorded for like it wasn't even written for send requests in general. Um, it was actually written maybe like I want to say like half a year before we even thought about before we even created Make Like a Tree before like the, the thought of the album even existed, I just wrote this song. Um, like I originally even thought maybe I'll put it out as like solo material. But uh, what happened was we went to the studio um, for the intention to write three songs. And for some reason, I don't know why we thought we were like possibly even like able to do this. We went there with the intention of recording three songs, but only went to the studio with two songs written. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're just like, uh well like it, we recorded these two songs and we're like well shit like we we can't write a song right now like this isn't working <laughs> so i'm like here i have this idea that's just been like it, it exists for the longest time but i don't know if, if it could be anything and i literally sat in a room with all the guys and johnny frank and uh, i just played the song for them and i just remember johnny turns to me and just goes dude that was fucking killer like <laughs> so uh we recorded that and honestly i think one of the like happiest moments for me was like the recording process for that song in particular at the end uh we had no idea what we were doing so like we just pitched i just pitched an idea where like we would just conversate over like a guitar melody and yeah. uh like for some reason the way that turned out like we just i listened back on that and i'm just like this is one of the coolest things we've done in a while and like that's that's one of the things that it's weird things like that that stick out to you as like a person <laughs> that's awesome it's a great song and, and and i appreciate the insight on it uh what do you hope others get or take away from uh your new album overall like uh what do you i guess what's the, the goal like the biggest thing here was uh i guess we like i went into like the whole like the whole creation process for this album i don't want like to sound like selfish or standoffish or anything like that but like i always thought like the album was made for like 
I wanted to like let a lot of things out. So that's that's basically the initial like core of the album. Like I don't care who likes these songs, who doesn't. Right. But like I I, I wanted this for me in in that instance. But now after like I listen back on it and like think about um like the substance and depth behind the songs, I hope that people are able to like find something that they can relate to because i was getting a lot of that from the guys in the band as like the songs were like the core of the songs were presented is just like what did that mean and like i would explain that to them and they would just be like okay but after hearing that for the first time this is what that means to me and i've been getting a lot of like text messages from like friends and people i've just met along the way that have just been like hey uh, i don't know what this song is about but it means a lot to me thank you so much for writing it Dude, and like amazing I figured out yeah <laughs> that's that's what i've been getting from this album and that, that like after hearing it back that's that's the initial hope is that people can relate to something from it and apply it to their own life dude uh, yeah i agree with that completely last week on the show i had tyler from safe face on and, and we were talking about their latest album merci it's a 14 song like concept visual album and he was yeah. talking about how in those instances yeah a concept album of course there's a certain intention in mind, yeah. uh, but you still, as an artist and musician, you still want people to interpret it in their own way. And Perspectives is just a, such a great example of an album that does feel relatable, uh, but how it feels to you could probably be very different than what it actually meant to you. Yeah, but, exactly. it, but it meant something to you, and and I think that honesty uh, shows through. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny how like um, I, I didn't even think of the title. Uh, the songs are written and we were just coming up with different like titles of uh, the drummer in our band, John thought of the the whole title. And like, I think it just kind of, when we ended up sitting down with like an initial batch of titles with like uh, the guys from Sharptone and whatnot, I think everyone just came to a mutual agreement that like that, that title really like shined through because uh, it really, that the word itself literally reflects like what could, what one thing could mean to me could mean something entirely different to you, you know? I love it, and everyone yeah. <laughs> needs everyone needs to be jamming this album. It it dropped on August the twenty fourth via Sharp Tone. Uh, we're gonna listen to a track here, Andrew, in one moment. Yeah. But I do want to uh, see if you could shed some advice to others who are in bands trying to yeah. get their music out there and heard. Because I feel like right now, send request. You guys are riding a really strong <laughs> wave behind some really amazing music. What advice do you have for others? Uh, for just artists in general, you're saying? Yeah, bands that are, you know, up and coming and, and looking to break through. Uh, okay. Um, it's funny how, like, I have, I have, like, breakthrough conversations with people all the time. But my honest advice that I've given everyone is just, like, put out the best thing you possibly can. And, and however, like, however long it's going to take. Because at the end of the day, like, that material's out. And it's always going to be out. So make sure it's the best you could possibly give it. And don't expect too much like right off the bat because it honestly does take forever we've been a band for five years and we feel like we're still open like we feel like we just like opened the first door to something else so all i could say is work hard and right. <laughs> be I, humble you know yeah. I, I agree with that completely and in, in, in the idea of like what you put out there yeah, it stays out there you want you want first impressions to be good ones you know so yeah uh have some strong work ethic and and pride and 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 obviously you know the the whole point is uh about interpretation so yeah put, put out the just best don't work. don't expect too much right off the bat yep. because if you do that then you're just in the wrong place we have premiere episodes every single thursday at midnight eastern on adobe radio those episodes become available on all platforms the following Monday, our Twitter is at SpinThoughts, and the website is thespittingthoughts.com. We're here with Andrew from Send Request, and we're going to listen to a track off their latest album. Everyone, this is Falling to Pieces off Perspectives via Sharp Tone Records from Send Request. Enjoy! i 
believe in I'm getting on with every sense I'm feeling But I think I found a reason So maybe I can stop staring at the ceiling And with the changing of the season I know eventually I'll start my healing Excuses, abuses They make me feel so useless We've got a long way to go So you just finished listening to Falling to Pieces off Perspectives from Send Request. Uh, the band released a music video for the song toward the end of July. The video, it's excellent. Truly just a great uh, look into the band. Uh, the people in it, where you come from, the moments and memories that shaped you. I really felt a connection to it. And we alluded to this toward the beginning of our conversation Uh but Andrew, where did the idea come from to create this kind of visual for falling to pieces? Um, so like the initial concept, uh, I, it's funny because we were actually like struggling to make a music video for this song. Um, Derek, the guitar player band, uh, he was a part of all the vid- videography for this album. Um, but so I was trying, like we were just kind of brainstorming concepts. And I think uh, I'm the one that pitched the idea of like, I just want to tell a history of our band. And I was kind of like, we were brainstorming, like, what's the best possible way to do that? And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and state the obvious here. Um, We just thought, like, obviously, you got to state a sentence somehow. I don't know how to approach it. So I'm like, let's just write it on paper, show it on video. And the most obvious thing here is everyone keeps pointing out, like, oh, the similarities to, like, um, something a data remember did in the past. But, like, we always looked at it like, um, yeah, like, it's a similar concept. But they also didn't grow up in the town of Nanticoke, Pennsylvania, yeah. and they didn't live our lives. Like, <laughs> so, like, so, like, I guess that's that's the that's the initial response to that right now. Like, I don't know how to like, I don't know how it's like how to argument with that. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know if they did something like this. So this is news to me. I I don't uh, okay. I don't jam them too too much. But yeah, it's like what do they have a fucking uh, trademark on blank pieces of paper now? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's funny because we got I'm not we got a lot of shit on that. So it, it was just like, dude, like they like they didn't live my life. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you know, come but on, we, music. Uh, there's a lot of uh, 
recycling isn't the best word I want to use there, but I mean, music is oh, all, absolutely. It's yeah. all about just like stemming from one thing to another. I mean, fuck, like if you could never repeat a single thing, we couldn't write songs anymore. You know what I mean? Exactly. How That's many, what I'm saying. Like, how music many times would be dead. is the like, G, I don't tell you. <laughs> there's been so many chord progressions that would be taken we could never use again. Yeah, there's only so many you could use. Like, <laughs> we're only given like a small handful of things here. Like, just give us a break. <laughs> Look, I thought the video was excellent. And, and what a great idea Thanks, to do because it really did. Like, it made me, like, in that four and a half minute song or whatever the time frame is, yeah. I really felt like I got to know you guys a little bit better. Just yeah, I guess that that was the goal here because I feel like everyone had their, like, everyone who knew about our band had, like, a concept of what we were. And I guess still, like, being like a, obviously a smaller band like you have to find a way to get to present yourself as a person to these people as opposed to like just a name and we felt like that was the best way to do it yep yeah and, and i really <laughs> i really felt that connection now uh we you know obviously the video a lot of it was you were writing out these cards just kind of giving an, uh, an explanation as to what we were seeing on tape uh, yeah. Were there any memories or moments that the band filmed or wanted to film for the video that didn't mm -hmm. make the cut for whatever reason? Um, I'm trying to think. It was, I guess, like it's just like little things. Um, I think there were like certain spots, like we were just kind of like we we literally spent the entire day just roaming around like the hour radius of Nanny Coke. Yeah, and just kind of like in like different areas to see where we can get. Um, we ended up getting it on tape. I think it was uh, where we played our second Warp Tour. There's just like a big pavilion that they just throw like large concerts on. And uh, we well, we lucked out. First of all, I'll give you the backstory. We lucked out in 2017, won a contest, and we're able to play like main stage um, um, Warp Tour in 2017. So we were just like, that's a big thing for a band. Let's go film like on that stage. But like, I guess like getting into there was the difficult part like because <laughs> uh it's funny how it like it isn't it wasn't blocked off or anything like that so we just kind of walked in and we're just like <laughs> i guarantee you there's like at least 50 cameras on us right now <laughs> so we're just like these guys walking in with these signs in the middle of like this pavilion with no one there yeah and it's funny we uh, we walked in then out of nowhere like like out of nowhere just um probably with like 15 minutes into our walk us like multiple security guards just come flying in <laughs> and they're just like hey what are you guys doing here <laughs> and and like we all like froze and i was just like i don't know what to do in this scenario so i just i like walked up to him and approached them and i was just completely honest with them i'm just <laughs> like guys we are a band um don't laugh at that but <laughs> but uh we're here because and i'm just like we played on this stage before and we just wanted to like record some video is that cool and like it was just a moment of pause we're just like these guys are either gonna kick us out or like they're they're somehow gonna be cool with it and they ended up being cool with it so no way so, <laughs> yeah. dude that's so, like, awesome we, did, we were just able to fucking roam that it was cool like it was shit like that that like we were just kind of like we might get in trouble but all right, it's worth it for the sake because like as kids we didn't give a shit well, but now yeah. we're like we're, now we're all in our mid-20s we're just like <laughs> we could probably get in trouble yeah <laughs> so 2017 that was the first time on warp so is that meaning that this last Actually, run of warp tour you played is no we didn't play the last run but the first time we ever played warped was uh 2014 gotcha, gotcha and that was actually pretty much as soon as our band started and that's actually that that'll probably go down as one of my like favorite shows ever solely because uh we were still pretty much brand new as a band and we were still figuring a lot of shit out and i always look at i always look back at, at that show in particular and laugh because i always look at like we were like 17 year old kids who didn't have a a single fucking clue of what was going on and i'm pretty sure like musically we sucked drastically <laughs> but but everyone somehow still got into it and I, I look at that like it's funny how i look back on that and i i kind of relate our band to that whole vibe in general it's just like we are not the most technically proficient band by any means at all like we, we could probably be outplayed by a group of 15 year olds, but somehow people still like us and we still have fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, that's awesome. Well, every, yeah. Everything on Warped Tour sounds good, though. So maybe it was just that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while we're on the topic of music videos, yeah. uh, the band, uh, I believe, are there any more than two, two others that have been released for this album yet? For this album cycle, there are three videos total. Gotcha. All right. So we, yep. we talked about falling to pieces. There's two others yep. then. Uh, the First, I want to just ask, Dr. Dare Rides Again. This is a full yes. house reference, correct? 
Yeah, you were the second person ever to get that. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't believe it whenever I saw it. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, I think one. I, I, no, maybe you're the third. I think because we played it on Warp last year, just because we were trying out the song, and yeah. someone got it then. But ever since it's been released, <laughs> you were the second person to ever get that reference. Dude, I'm just like, why aren't people getting this? <laughs> I, I was, I almost was like, should I not even say this? Because I don't want to be cliche. Like, if it's been asked a million times, like. It hasn't been asked enough, and I wish people would ask me about it more, dude. Well, brother, I'm glad that I could help start this uh, hashtag uh, Dr. Dare Rides again. Uh, we'll try to get it rolling here. But, but so why choose this as as a t- – is this the – is this the opening t- title? It is. Yeah, the that, that's track. the opening track to the, the whole album. <laughs> give um, give us mean, some backstory on this, and and also for those who don't know, what is like what is Doctor Dare Rides Again? Doctor Dare Rides Again is uh, it's an episode, a full house. <laughs> <laughs> like it literally, I forget what number it is or anything like that. I but think it's, it's the in concept. season three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's where Uncle Jesse, like um, like his like his old friend comes in or something like that, and he tries to like reignite that spark because yep. uncle jesse used to be known as dr dare <laughs> who, who used to always do things i forget what what, what the fuck was it again where like he like rode a motorcycle yep, on the yep. side of a building or something yeah like, like he was like an evil knievel kind of character <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and like it was dr dare rides again because uh he like grew out of that he's just like the happy-go-lucky uncle now but the <laughs> like the the concept of the the episode was just kind of like to try to spark that back in him yeah so, why why do this like where did this come from it's funny how like the concept of this song actually related so much to the title <laughs> that i was just like there's no way i can't use this like <laughs> Because, like, the, the initial concept of the song was, obviously, like, I feel like for any artist or band in general, like, um, things do feel, like, in and out, like, stagnant, I guess. And the song was written out of that. Um, we've been a band for five years, and the song was written out of, like, the mindset of, like, okay, like, how are we going to move forward as a band? Like, what, like, what can we possibly do? And this song was actually written out of, like, the frustration of, like, wondering what the hell, the, like, the right move can be. And I guess it was just kind of those things where I took like I took the concept of just like, OK, we used to have like this mindset where like we were like on top of the world, like the like the shitty warp Tour thing. Like, <laughs> like, like we used to we used to be kids and we used to be like, oh, shit, this is like the coolest thing ever. And then like then that that comes and passes and you're just like, wait, how do I get back to that mind frame and how do I possibly go back to that point in time where I feel that way? And I was and then I, it's funny how I like, stumbled upon this episode again. I'm just like. Well, Uncle Jesse felt the same exact way. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Andrew, the real question here is, are you yeah. a fan of Fuller House? I am not a fan of Fuller House. I gave it a whirl. Yeah, okay, but, you uh, at least tried it out, though. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I tried it out, but I felt like, I don't know, they were riding a wave that's already passed. <laughs> so, so you're kind of like the Olsen twins in this scenario where you want nothing to do with it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sat with them 100%. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so in this video for Dr. Dare Rides Again, uh, it, it it starts out with the band like in an empty bar kind of area uh, yep, when, yep. When, when all of a sudden on the TV there's an ad of some sort, you know, offering yeah. almost what looks to be like a unique wrestling experience. Yeah. <laughs> so the band then seems totally into the idea, why wouldn't you be? Uh, yeah, exactly. So off you all go, and and the video begins. This one looked like it was seriously insanely fun to be part oh of. Oh, my God. It was the greatest thing ever, man. We had a ton of fun recording this. Dude, like, um, <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen this video yet, number one, uh, again, it's, it's a reference from Full House, so there's reason one. Reason yeah. two is, <laughs> seriously, it's fucking epic, like, with this video <laughs> in wrestling. So where did this idea come from? <laughs> Uh, j- uh, wrestling. I mean, is someone so, really so, into it? <laughs> so honestly, I can't take really any credit for like the the concept behind the video. This was all um, like a mutual conversation between the guitar player in our band, Derek, and a guy named Justin Glory, who was in the video. He was the guy, like the advertisement okay, guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing was, uh, Derek was running a studio out of this like giant warehouse. Um, and, um, it, it like housed like multiple businesses and Justin's wrestling like school was one of those businesses. And like, we all just became mutual friends and it's like Justin originally proposed the idea. And, um, 
like because uh, like we ended up talking to him about the song or not he's like hey i got this great idea for you and we really brought it to life and justin like had uh, all like all the wrestlers in in the video other than jeff jarrett of course <laughs> were <laughs> were like justin's students and because it's, it's funny we we're talking about this and we're like get the like the biggest guys you possibly have and um what we ended up doing was we took like a couple weeks um had a few classes with justin because he was basically showing us how to not die while taking slams because <laughs> he's just like you should probably like I, I figured out so much about like pro wrestling in general while making this video it's ridiculous um i figured out when you're taking a fall your head your chin has to be to your chest and you have to try to land on the upper portion of your back otherwise you're just gonna break your neck oh like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you know either way i guess yeah you really want to you want to do the the former right so keeping the chin yeah. all the way yeah, tucked you know. in something to think about <laughs> exactly so like and it's funny because we just uh, taking the slams like i give these guys like all all the credit in the world for doing what they do because i did it for maybe like i don't even know how long it was maybe like a little over an hour worth of like taping of us just getting like the shit beaten out of us and i'm just like <laughs> how do these guys do this as a career <laughs> it's, in, it's intense and like you mentioned yeah. like you either tuck your chin in or you know you have potential to really injure yourself you know so oh, absolutely and it makes sense why these guys have so many like physical problems yeah <laughs> yeah no doubt and you you mentioned uh that this video features jeff Jarrett. I mean, how, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe this Justin guy had the hookup, but how in the fuck did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Justin honestly did have the hookup, and we lucked out so unbelievably hard with all of this. Insane. Because, because yeah, because Justin has an affiliation with the WWE, and um, he, he was just making some calls, and it worked out perfectly because uh, he got in contact with Jeff's agent, and um. Jeff just so happened to be coming to do like a like a seminar for Justin's class on one certain day. And we're just like, hey, like when the seminar is over, can we just like record? And uh, we got that all worked out and uh, we got the custom like like the, the custom acoustic guitar made to break over Derek's face and everything. It was, <laughs> <laughs> and now don't get me wrong. It's, it, it's like I was actually I was actually curious on how it, like it was structured too it is 100 a real acoustic guitar dude um, that's with, nuts i was yeah, actually gonna <laughs> ask you about that so let's talk about this acoustic guitar thing yeah so <laughs> it was it specifically made for this uh video you're saying it is like structurally a real acoustic it's structurally a real acoustic guitar it just has certain things pulled out in the middle okay. so it's like easier to break i guess but like nonetheless like we we it's funny because um while while recording it jeff like had to fake Derek out at least 25 times so he knew he was mentally prepared for it <laughs> like he would turn around and just yell like here's jeff and he'd like fly the guitar right in his face like <laughs> but like initially like we we're all just waiting for it it was just funny while we were recording it it was just dead silent and jeff constantly swinging at his face but <laughs> Dude. what ended up happening like the whole thing we got the whole thing captured Derek took it like a champ but like back to like the whole like it's a real guitar kind of thing. Like he he had some serious bruising on his face like <laughs> that that <laughs> night and like the next couple of days. Like, <laughs> what? Well, uh, maybe you could speak for Derek here. Then do you think that yeah. it was worth it? Oh, on one hundred percent. Like the moment after it all happened, everyone was like patting him on the back, saying like, "Dude, that uh, you're gonna remember that for the rest of your life." Because <laughs> I'm gonna remember it for the rest of my life yeah. because that yeah. that was fucking great. I mean, this like, video has so many gems within it. Uh, it's it's <laughs> mind blowing. And one of the other uh, gems of this video, and uh, it, to me, it was one of the most impressive fucking things. Seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. you guys are fucking. Like you're jamming on, like in the wrestling ring. Oh yeah, right? in the ring, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and you're bouncing around like it's a fucking kid's bouncy thing. Like dude, a, it's 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 hilarious because we didn't even. Holy shit, dude! How is <laughs> no have... one injured? And how I was waiting for one of those oh, amps we... to fucking crash. Oh, actually, it's funny how we we tried to play it off the best we possibly could, but uh, yeah, the recording of like the the live shots and whatnot took substantially longer than the wrestling itself because we we had no idea what the fuck we were getting into. <laughs> 
Um, so we have all of our gear set up and you're a hundred percent right with things like not falling off in the video because off video, they fell about 50 times. Dude, like, it looked we really had, we had dangerous, hands, Andrew. We had hand dangerous. flying out of the ring. Like <laughs> John's drums were all over the place. So what we uh, like initially ended up doing is gaff taping absolutely everything as oh. harshly as we can. And like we, we had that kind of hold back. Um, in terms of the movement, because like what you see in the video is about as hard as we, we were able to go without everything collapsing. Because like the first, co I wish we had like an outtake video or something. Because like initially the first like jump, I think like literally like the first couple takes, like uh, probably like the first take if anything, like the song kicks in, we're just going, everything collapses, <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like holy shit. <laughs> like honestly it looks like it was you guys were doing this on a trampoline like I was yeah. really scared Dude, the entire time. and it felt time. like that too. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's funny how like it literally was like the trampoline complex of like if one person was bouncing too hard on one side it was like wobbling like I was wobbling and I couldn't even keep my balance like oh. Oh my god. Yeah. It's an epic music video. Again, if anyone hasn't seen it, Dr. Dare rides again. There's so much going on in it and it's a great song, but the the video is gnarly as hell. And then yeah. uh, Andrew, quickly, I want to talk about this third video uh, yeah. that I saw. This this one is the most recent one that I've seen. Um, yep. This is uh, anti-social war. It's yeah. no notably heavier as we mentioned earlier, it's darker. No notably the most heaviest song in the on the record, yeah, yes. I'd say. Yeah. So talk to me just overall about the vibe of this song and uh, the corresponding video. Uh, the vibe of the song, um, it literally – actually, it's funny how um, – I mean, like, in terms of, like, the song – from, like, a songwriting point of view, I firmly want to say, like, I this song – like, it's going to sound bizarre, but I was inspired, I want to say, by, like, the Power Rangers theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's where this song came. Like it was built, like structural, like musically out of that. Because I, I remember, like I'm just as a kid, and even somewhat to this day, like I'm for some reason a huge fan of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. What color? Like, <laughs> what color? I'm white, like White Ranger all the way. Like <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs> but um, was that Tommy? Yeah, that was Tommy. Green, <laughs> green turned white. Yeah, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're on the same page here. Hell yeah, man. But um, yeah, musically, it came out of something like that. Um, lyrically, it comes out of probably one of the darkest places on the album. Um, I don't really like to talk about it too much, but it has something to do with like uh, like personal experience with uh, like another person. So it's like one of those like it's it's not it's not a very good thing. I, I really don't like to talk about it publicly. So I'll just kind of leave that there. Yeah, I, but, I um, respect that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so like the song, it, the song's angry and the song has like a dark vibe to it. And I was also, but at the same time, like it's also like heavy and it's also like a rock song. It is. So yeah, <laughs> it's a very, very good song. And, and again, I, I mentioned this uh, previously, this album, uh, it yeah. certainly has a shit ton of diversity. It is eclectic. Absolutely. There is. Uh, some really different sounding songs uh, throughout. So I just yeah. an impressive adventure overall, my friend. Thank you very much. Yeah, that wasn't the intention initially. Um, but like at the end of the day, like I'm a songwriter who just likes good songs. Like <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Like I don't like I'm not the type of person that hates like anything really. So like this like so when the song is written, like it's that's what it is. Like, I'm never the type of person who's just like, oh, this song has to sound this way or something like that. A good song is a good song to me. I hear so you. So I feel like this this collection of songs on this album really reflects that. All right. So, Andrew, as we're winding down here in episode 148, I do just want to talk about something I saw briefly before we started talking today. I was looking to see, you know, if the band had anything coming up here uh, yeah. show-wise, and I, I saw a notable uh, cool-looking event here, Electric City Music Conference. Yeah, uh, you guys will be at on September the 14th. I, I'm, I'm assuming you're performing. Yeah, we're playing. Um, I forget the venue. I believe it's like a, like a bar and grill or something like that. But um, this this thing's really cool. I forget the like uh, a couple of guys created it a few years ago. And I guess they're just trying to spark something back in our area um, because like the music scene is good here. There's but it's like hard to find people, I guess. And it's it's good to have these like unifying things that bring everyone together. 
So, uh, and Andrew, we're taping this right now over Labor Day weekend. So yeah. do you have any big like plans? Uh, I don't know what people always do on Labor Day. I guess we cook out and drink and, you know, things like that. But uh, we a lot, hopefully a lot of people have the day off, I guess. But yeah, what, no, what, what do you have planned? Um, I'm going to be completely honest. Though, like uh, when it comes to my lifestyle, I'm pretty boring. So uh, <laughs> I think me and my fiance are, have been like, hashing away at cleaning our apartment i feel like that monday might be like the the end game for that <laughs> well bro i'm pushing for you to make some headway there and and getting things straightened in the apartment uh thanks you're gonna be a productive individual yeah yeah that's <laughs> that's the intention here always be productive <laughs> my like, man i hate not doing anything yeah exactly <laughs> i can appreciate that i'm hoping to be a little a little more lazy than you tomorrow. We'll, we'll, we'll all right, all right, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Andrew, uh, honestly, really enjoyed having you on. Is there anything you'd like to add or say anything that I like fucked up that we got to get the record straight? <laughs> no, I think honestly, you got, you got a hundred percent good. And I really appreciate that, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. there, uh, I don't know if there's anything I want to say. Oh, I forget the name of this place, but, um, I'm never the one who says it, but, uh, Derek is rooting for some place in Scranton to bring their cannolis back. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I, I like, I'm like, I have to get that name from him. So I'm just going to shout out to whatever the hell he was saying. This place is in Scranton. Look at, look it up in one of our older interviews, but apparently you need to bring your cannolis back. And that's been like, the, that's been the phrase on every single interview, but he's just not here to say it. <laughs> uh, Derek, we, we will find out this cannoli place and we will put yeah. the spinning thoughts. Apparently. You got, yeah, you got back. rid of your cannolis at one point. You need to bring them back. That's what I'm told. <laughs> we got to make this happen. Uh, cannolis for everyone. Andrew, <laughs> thank you so much for being here for episode 148. Dude, thank you so much. It was great to be a part of this. Once again, I want to thank Andrew from Send Request for being here for episode 148 of Spinning Thoughts. Their brand new album, Perspectives, dropped August the 24th via Sharp Tone Records. It has been seriously a joy to listen to. I've, I've jammed it nonstop. If you haven't heard it yet, do yourself a favor. Get out there and throw this thing on. It's fucking amazing. We're on Twitter at SpinThoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all platforms the following Monday. We're going to be here again, same time, same place, next week. We've got the band lined up, and this band is going to blow you away with their new album that's dropping September the 14th. Stay tuned for the announcement. Until next time, make sure you share music, spread love. Now my world is becoming